This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great, because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch... Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered... Well, I hope you got your slippers on and your cocoa. It's a late one tonight. <sighs> Frustrating. But we go again. It's only half time and it's still nil-nil. It was the UEFA Cup. No, it wasn't. It was the UEFA Europa 
Conference League quarter final. I need to get my teeth clean before I say that again. And we were drew well, we drew nil-nil with Eindhoven. Let us know your thoughts on the game. Yeah, it was indeed. Um, just first message come up here. Um Facebook user, good evening. Wes Fafana was immense today. Great to have him back. But Madison really needs to step up in games like this. Worry for next week. Uh, I've already had a PSV Eindhoven fan on my Twitter saying, good luck next week, you'll need it. But did PSV impress you? Good evening, Brad. Did they impress you? No, they were awful. Yeah. It, that that was that was a team that since they got on the plane, let alone on the pitch, came here and went nil nil. Let's keep it to nil. Let's do nothing to try and get ourselves ahead in this tie. Let's just try and keep Leicester to nil. And in the end, PSV's game plan worked better than ours because we went from brilliant to boring. We really did. We went from oh so painfully predictable. We've been talking about it for months on end how predictable we can be in that, especially in that second half. PSV never wanted a goal. They never wanted a game. In fact, if PSV could have been told, you know, if if Susan Whelan or Brendan Rodgers had rang up the PSV manager before and gone, hey, look, do you want to sod this flying off and just go straight to penalties? Because if you can't be asked to play a game of football and we can't create, should we just not bother? I think they'll take it because I'm, look, don't get me wrong, Nil-nil, second leg, still in it. Better tie, better side, only just in that game. And the reason I say only just because we were that poor and that uncreative in the second half that we ended up being a team that, you know, what, at some point I was going, you know what, if PSV score here, it'll be from nothing, but they'll deserve it in a way because they bored us to death. I couldn't see them scoring. Um, JB, Mike, good evening. Um, Facebook user disagree with awful. And I must admit, I do. I didn't think we were awful. Um, we just didn't have that killer edge tonight up front. I mean, I thought the performance for myself was, um, well, reminded me of last season. You know, we, we were in control, but we just, we could still be playing coming up to the <laughs> Crystal Palace game and we wouldn't score. <laughs> I couldn't see a scoring tonight, but I couldn't see them scoring. But we never looked not in control in that match. No, but before we, we get before we get on to it though, Brad, let's just have a look at sort of all the results from tonight, and then we'll get on to ours. So, like you say, we drew nil nil. I mean, Bodo Glimp, they've done Roma again, two one. Um, so we're not quite as bad as Roma, but I mean that's somebody with a surprise of the first leg. Marseille uh, beat PAOK 2-1. Uh, they're obviously not OK. And Feyenoord, um, PSV's... No, I know it was a bad one. Do 3-3. Three, three. That was a goal fest, wasn't it? We could They could have let us have a couple of their goals. <laughs> That's just greedy. Drawing 3-3 three, three with Slavia Prague. Um, so, go on. Yeah, let's, that's... To me, we, we're still in it. You know, we've not... Oh, yeah, we know. We're know. definitely still in it. Yeah. Sorry, but I agree with you. Like I say, we could still be playing, you know, Sunday morning just before the, you know, we could invite Crystal Palace to come on instead of uh, PSV and we still wouldn't have scored. 
But I thought as a performance, it was in our hands, but we just didn't take our chance. Yeah, that's that. The thing is, though, after I'm trying to think, well, after Barnes hit the bar or the corner of the goal or wherever it actually struck, mm. after that, where, 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 where was our next clear cut chance? I'm, because, I'm not arguing about the goals. Yes, as I said, I said. Yeah, but what I mean, that, 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 that chance was in like the 38th, 39th minute. And then after that, I do not remember us having a chance. Yes, we controlled the ball. But you want to talk positive, fair. We controlled the ball. PSV never looked at the races. They weren't interested in, in, in getting the goal. They weren't interested in, in a result in, in terms of winning the game. They were interested in putting 11 men behind the ball. I mean, that first half, they didn't get out of their half. They, they were willing mm. to sit in, there in in their own half. And for the majority of the second half, I think they crossed into our half about three times. They never showed any attacking intent. And we just did not punish them for them. And maybe I'm being a bit harsh with the term awful, but it was definitely boring, Chris. You have to admit that second half, we just became predictable. And it's something we've done for so long that we've talked about. I can, I can tell you this, right? I normally sit here and say, look, we all pretend to profess to be football managers. And we do, right? We do as football fans. We tend to try and be the analysis game. But you could have asked a basketball fan, a cricket fan, a non-football fan. You could have asked someone who hates sport to point out how Leicester were trying to get a goal. And it was the passing it to the guy on the left. He's making up his mind whether to go down the wing and run into somebody or cut in. And then they're trying to triangle, pass it into the net. It was just, it baffled me because we've sat here before, Chris, haven't we? And we've said, hey, don't judge Brendan's lineup because every time we seem to look at it with a raised eyebrow, it backfires and we win. Mm -hmm. I love Albrighton, and I've stated this before. I love Albrighton, but he's a completely different style of right midfielder or left midfielder, whichever side you want to have him on. He's a, he's a different type of winger to, say, Lukeman, who's a lot younger and a lot fitter and got a lot more stamina and a lot more pace getting behind the, the back line. I cannot understand why he made the right choice to me. And I'm not saying he had a bad game, by the way. I think he had an all right game, to be fair. Mm. He made the right choice in taking off Ian Acho and putting on somebody in that role who's got a bit more pace to maybe get him behind the back line. But I, I, I was thinking, is Dakar off screen? Because I was expecting Nacho off, Dakar on, Lutman on... Albrighton off. I'm, I'm not criticising Albrighton when I say this, but that substitution came about 20, 25 minutes too late. I'd have, after, after that hour mark, I'd have been, bang, get them guys on because we need to change the dynamic. Because it was so easy for PSV to defend that second half that I reckon when Leicester got the ball, even if we did catch them out and a few numbers behind, their defence was going, what? No, no, don't race back. Evans is going to pass it to Fafana about 30 times. We've got about four minutes to get back, track back. Don't worry about rushing back. We've got this here because they I think PSB were almost sat there at some point going, why aren't they pressing us as quick? Yeah, they were, like, they were, we they were putting they were putting numbers behind the ball in fairness to them. But yeah, yeah they did. But to back you up here, you know, I mean, we had 10 shots to their five, two only of which were on target and one of theirs. That, I know you're not a stats fan, but to me that, just sum the game up, you know. It shows that we were in control, but we didn't do anything with it, and that's yeah. that's the annoying thing with it, you know, is that we could have done so. Oops, we could have done so much more, um, and, and we just didn't. Um, I mean, 
let's just take, we'll just go through some comments here. Um, Inacho must have missed three big chances in three games. Um, Every striker misses an opportunity yeah. in a game. Was Rogers trying to throw the game Lookman on instead of Dakar up front for for a while? I mean, you know, it, it worked against Liverpool. <laughs> Let's not, you know, it didn't work tonight. I was surprised by that. I'm not going to argue with you, Mike. Um, just the European first leg, edgy and a draw in Europe. Um, there were some horrific scenes apparently going on in France. Um, Bargain in the actual Missitas and their game plan worked massively. Um, PSV should have had a penalty though. We'll come on to that later, but yeah. Never, <laughs> never in a month of Sundays was that penalty. Never a month of Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays, or Wednesdays. Never in a month of calendars was it a penalty. Never been. He slipped, Ricardo slipped on the wet turf and he fell over him. The guy even apologised to Ricardo. Never yeah. penalty in a month of Sundays. We'll, we'll come on to that later. David says, frustrating game. We were so good in our transition in the first half, but we were terrible in attacking shot. Natural mm. was abysmal in trying to shoot. Whole player side, Barnes was also useless. Yeah, he ran into everybody. Barnes literally either mm. ran into somebody or panicked and went, where's my triangle passing buddies? Yeah. If he didn't have a Dewsbury Hall or at one point Lukeman or, or or any action near him, he didn't have a clue what to do. And it's, it's baffling because Barnes is a lot better than that. Yeah. Um... I mean, we know, I mean, let me know, the tie's not over, so let's not go overboard on the criticism. We've come out oh, of that. We've played worse in Europe. <laughs> we know we've played worse in Europe. You know, we, we, we've, you know, PSV, literally, I mean, if you're looking at that tie, I'm sorry, for me, PSV are favourites. You know, they're a lot stronger than us. They're, they're, they're doing well in the league. Um they score a lot of goals, which they didn't tonight. Uh, they also concede goals, which they didn't tonight. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's not the end of the world. Do you know what I oh, mean? No. And, you know, no. And sometimes we've got to look at it and go, well, OK. Um, you know, it, it was nil-nil. But uh, as, as I say, that guy said to me, you know, he tweeted me, a PSV fan. I've actually invited him on, but I've not heard back from him. But he... Uh, he said, "Good luck next week. You're going to need it." I went, "Well, all the pressure's on you. All I the would, pressure's I would, I would now." Hasten, I would hasten to ask him if he if he gets a chance to watch the show back. Good luck for what? Because that was the most, you know. And I think this is the reason I'm so frustrated. At the second half is PSB was so. What's the word I'm looking for? Boring. <laughs> it was so lackluster and effortless it was almost embarrassing and i think that's why i'm frustrated we haven't got our noses in front in a more pivotal yeah. way because i will tell this psv fan now if you're saying good luck if you play like that at your place and we 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 find 10 percent extra creativity brain power mm. we'll beat you easily yeah I do. We I mean, find I, more creativity, we'll beat psv because that was pathetic from psv yeah. that was timid and scared I didn't all look at that game. That. I didn't Sorry, look at yeah. that game and think this is the team that's second only to Ajax. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, the player that Maduki was it that we were interested in. Well, he didn't impress me, to be honest with you. I don't know. Looking at that game, you wouldn't think we were interested in him. But looking at that yeah, starting yeah. lineup there, I mean the back four, 
Castagna, Evans, Fafana, Piera. I didn't like Tillemans in that holding role. I don't think we saw the best of Tillemans tonight. And I think that probably had an effect on our forward play. Uh Madison Dewsbury Hall is Madison again on the on you know out on the wing is that best for him and then Barnes in Acho and All Brighton so I would question the Tillemans and Madison roles tonight. Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's easy to question when we have such frustrating results. Let's not forget that against Manchester United and against Brentford hmm. having Madison out on that right wing position, if you will, um, caused them all sorts of chaos. Um, so you know, and, I'm, not, and, I'm, I'm not saying it was a bad. I thought I looked at that lineup before kickoff, yeah, and thought, yeah, that's a good lineup, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, and 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 maybe you could put a tad concern on how trusted is Samari and Chowdhury if they can't get in tonight's game to allow, yeah, yeah, Tillemans of Freedom. Because that I didn't want to be my next in. question to you, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, great minds and collide, mate. Because yeah. I, I have to admit, I, I, I feel a little bit sorry for Tillemans because ever since this transfer talk, and I say this every time, guys and girls, children of all ages listen to the show, or whatever, but stop falling for the lazy journalism that wants to and, and is going to make every single thing Tillemans did sound worse or not as good as it is. Mm. Please stop falling for it. Please stop thinking, oh, yeah, well, he wants to go and actually he's not performing well. Maybe we him. No, Manchester United, I, I, I was lucky I wasn't on the screen because I nearly had an argument with the guest you had on, didn't I, verbally through the comments saying, I think you've got it wrong about Tillemans. He was instructed to help Mendy in that game against United. That's why. And he, yes, maybe we're restricting Tillemans. Concerns me that we don't have the faith in who could play indeed his role um, without Mendy being there. Because um, I like Tillemans to feel like he's a bit more expressive and we get the better out of him and he's a better player when we do that. But it is what it is. Again, we're not out of the tie. It wasn't like we got completely dominated. And then we're, I, I'd much rather City go in. We're a bit lazy in our own doing. That's the reason we're not in front of going, oh, Gordon Bennett, God, Jesus, they had 21 shots, 17 on target. Yeah. Oh, we've got to yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know I mean, that's a point to I took. You've it, I got guess. to look. I mean, were they bad or did we, you know, not let them be good? I'm going to say hello to Luca. I mean, Luca's laughing at nil-nil. How was your European night this week, Luca? <laughs> I forgot, it's Arsenal. You were too shit last year to get into Europe, weren't you? Yeah, that was the Arsenal I was thinking of. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on. How, how, how did you get on on, on on Monday night, mate? Yes. Oh, yeah, you lost 3 yeah. 0 to Crystal Palace. How, how, how's that? And, uh, how's no, no, that? no, no, no. It, Chris, it gets better. This lull's coming from a guy who whose team doesn't play European football and threw all his toys out of the pram and screaming about Luke Bottling top top four. Enjoy top it. Four. How's, that, how's that going for you, Luca? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, I forget. Yeah. Sometimes, of course. You're not always an Arsenal fan. Sometimes you're a Man United fan, aren't you? I forget that, Luca. I forget that. <laughs> banter, Luca. Banter. Uh, Mike says also they are in a title race with Ajax, which could uh, go. Yes, it could indeed. Um, four points behind now. Um, 
then don't comment. Oh, Mike's putting him in his place. Uh, there are 10 players in that starting 11. <laughs> One well-known for me. And hence, shocked they didn't get a goal. I mean, be honest, you know, <laughs> you see, at least in this chat, Mike, you get a chance to talk. You know, when yeah. you go onto Luca's channel with Luca and Stephen, it's like, you know, a couple of kids in the schoolyard arguing yeah. at each other all the time. I do wonder why you have each other on each other's shows, guys, because all you ever do is argue. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's boring. But anyway, here we go. Um, yeah, so now I say I wasn't over disappointed with, with that lineup. And like I say, yes, it wasn't the most exciting game. It wasn't end to end and, and shots raining all over the place. Um, do you know, I mean, we let Randers have more shots than that <laughs> when we played them. But if if they play like that in the second half, there's no in the second half, in the second leg, no reason why we can't progress, I don't think. There's one thing that's been a frustration of mine though. All season, and and I agree. Yeah, if we if we if we somehow get a collective ten percent brain flux of how to attack a team, and I know I said I'm not doing a sec, I'm not doing a tactics football tonight because that second half just bored me to the point that there's nothing to tactical. I think we controlled the game. There's also really much to point out, and I'd just be talking for five minutes trying to think of something to say. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. One thing that I do notice is Leicester seem to have one attacking. Thing in common with a, a, a sort of a certain pop star, uh, Beyonce, because like I said to you, anybody out there could predict where do Leicester do all their attacking in the second half, and it's no criticism, but especially when someone like Albrighton's on the right, to the left, to the left, everything Leicester do is on the fucking left where yeah. we pass it, you will know where. Because, and again, the reason Harvey Barnes had a bad game is because he kept doing a Homer Simpson, he kept seeing a bloke in front of him and going. Oh, oh, oh. Harvey, mate, where's your brain gone tonight? That didn't help us. Some players didn't just use the fucking brain tonight. Yeah. I mean, um, we were floating crosses into like a seven-foot goalkeeper as well. Where's the logic in that? Where where was the intricate passing to drill it across a six-yard box where a six-foot nine or six-foot eleven goalkeeper can't do much about it? We were putting in crosses in for him to go, thanks very much, mate. Thanks for that. What a waste of an attack. And that's what it became. It became a second half of mm. wasteful Leicester. Doug says here, and I've got to agree with you, Doug. For me, none of the British club won tonight. Think Nort Nort is a good result, though. So, as I say, I do. Because I say we're going to their place next week. And apparently it's this amazingly noisy stadium. Well, I think our... Uh, our fans, you know, did their fair share today. I didn't hear the PSV fans much after kickoff. Um, no, but the be. pressure is going to be on PSV. They've got to quit this at their place. They've got to yeah. come at us. And I know the away goal doesn't act anymore, and I, and, I, and I don't think it should. I never particularly liked that, but yeah. it did. It did get us to a final once against Wimbledon. But um, I, I just think you know, if we go to theirs next week. Um, we just got to we say we've got to let them frustrate them. The crowd, I think, will get on their back, and we've just got to hit them on the break. I think Dakar's yeah. got to start next week. I think this is perfect for Dakar. Um, I mean, we I know we've got two games every week now between now and the end of the season, but you know, he he rotated well. I don't, I don't even I didn't even have a problem with his substitutions. You know, I don't think Luckman coming on for Nacho. 
was a completely weird decision because, like I say, look at him, he did that role against Liverpool and 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 and, and sneaked to goal. Um, yeah. sorry, you can add no, 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 carry on, no, carry on. Uh, I was gonna say, look, don't take it away from the frustrations and the fact that I'm frustrated with, with, with the way we went about it. It's the performance the second half. I'm well aware that nil nil is a good result to go to. We, we, we've seen if that's all they've got to offer, we shouldn't have much to do in the second leg of just stepping up a little bit. The frustrations I have is we're very simplistic and we're very predictable. And that be, could be our undoing because if, I mean, if they play like that in, in at home, then I'm baffled as to how they're doing so well in their league. I really am because that, you know, they, they, they had a ding dong of a first tie against, uh, Copenhagen and, and have thrashed them 4 0. And I'm just scratching my head as to wondering what PSV are going to do at home. Because if it's all like that, unless we match them and play like we did today in the second half, then yeah, we're, we're going to go to penalties. You might maybe, as well just say. Maybe we should, you know, remember that, and no disrespect, you know. The, the Dutch league is very much like the Spanish league. You know, you've got two, possibly three decent teams. And after that, they're all much of a muchness, really. You know, I mean, like you say, they, they've actually played, and I don't know if you got the same commentary as I did on BT, but apparently they've played something like 12 times. They've played, they started off in the Champions League qualifiers mm. and played six games in there. Um, didn't qualify, went into the Europa League, played six games in there, dropped into the conference and possibly played six games in there. I mean, how many, how many, you know, European Cups do you want to be thrown out of PSV Eindhoven? Well, I mean, yeah, but at least they didn't do a Spurs and go out and all three, they're still in it, aren't they? But again, it's just, the the, the worry is if if they're so much better at home and that's what we should apparently be worried about because if it's off to last performance I'm I'm sleeping easy tonight knowing that like I said if we get a bit more about us Mm. uh, we should see it off but I just can't see it there's no way they're doing what they're doing in that league surely and scoring the amount of goals they're doing by playing that poorly and that negative because it was negative from them it was negative even from an away perspective in my opinion if Leicester had gone to PSV tonight and you swapped how they played, and Leicester didn't really see the ball, and they didn't create a single chance to worry their goalkeeper at all, then I'd be sat here going, that was more negative than I hope. I'd be happy to take nil-nil, and I'm still happy to take nil-nil. Don't get it twisted, I'm not annoyed at the result. I would have liked us to have got our noses in front, and, I, and, and the frustration comes from thinking, we could have got our noses in front. I, I know Lukeman's played up front before as a sub, and I get it, and he has done well for us there, that game required a double change. That required a change of pace. That required the faster front man going on in Dakar. That required that more gun-ho forward, cut-inside approach from Lutman instead of the reliable Mark Albrighton. And I'm not one to criticise Mark Albrighton, because, again, it's not because they had a bad game. It's because they're completely different wide yeah. players, and we needed that. And it came too late for me, about 10, 15 minutes too late. What, what makes me laugh is that... And this is why I love the game of football. You know me. We, we've had these um, discussions, shall we say, all, all season about results and performances. And, you know, yeah. you, you've gone on, you know, you've said, well, look, you know, we, we, we beat Randers. 
it doesn't matter whether we let them have 21 shots. And I'm going, no, but it was an awful performance, blah, blah, blah. And now we're kind of almost sort of switched around totally and going on each other's side. Um, yeah. I, I just think for me, I yes, I was very disappointed with PSV. I was expecting a lot more. I was worried going into this match. I've got to be honest with you. But I just sat there, laid on the sofa watching it. And I'm like, yeah, like you say, it wasn't. From a neutral's point yeah. of view, it wasn't the most exciting game. But we've played a lot worse in Europe. And you know, we That's you know, right. last season, I mean, you know, you compare that performance tonight, and it was a nil-nil against the home performance against Slavia Prague last season when they knocked us out, that was two-nil. Then to me, the actual performance is, you know, 50%, you know, better. But we just haven't got that. Maybe he should have gone with, like I say, Dakar up front from the start. Maybe. But at the end of the day, I understand why he played naturally. He played well against Manchester United. He, he was robbed of an assist. Uh, he got us the goal that ended up getting us the point yeah. from, from, from that game. And I couldn't understand it. But for, for me, after 60 minutes, Brendan would have seen, right, PSV aren't changing anything. They're not trying to get at us more. They're, they're here for the nil. That's what they were here for. Yeah. You think about it, you know, that was like one of them challenges where watch the video and figure out what, what, what they're trying to do. And you watch it, you go, right, just to be safe, if after 60 minutes they're still being um, sitting deep and they're still not interested in playing an actual decent game of football, right. And it got to that point where nothing had changed. PSV were 11 men behind the ball. Ollie was, you know, may maybe announcing Rude van Nistelrooy's manager next season wasn't the best idea. Apparently, it's a Dutch tradition, but mm, maybe not because yeah. they're not interested at all in the whole I entire. Don't, I don't like this announcing a manager's yeah, going to leave. I felt I sorry. Was it Pellegrini you said on yeah. the show? Yeah, when, when we won it. Yeah, when we won it. Yeah, I think it's disrespectful uh, yeah. in a way. I and think also it, the players aren't going to give their all. I mean, you know, no. I'm looking right. Something that Man United, a Ralph. You know, to me, they're looking at that and going, "Yeah, well, he's not going to be in next yeah. season." I mean, I mean, can you imagine? Just quickly, well, would uh, Ralph, how bad you got to be as an interim manager, interim manager, if they're already looking at replacing you, even though they're going to wait till the end of the season? Yeah, yeah. Now they're trying to propel the deal to get him out of Ajax uh, before the season's over. But anyway, what my point was is at sixty minutes, then and. Whilst I'm not too confused with the substitutions, and I understand he made them, I was screaming, mate. I was screaming. I had to watch it on foreign commentary, uh, which didn't help. But I was puzzled as to why there wasn't a double change. It's 60 minutes, right? Pierce, we were done. Because that's when he and usually makes him. his subs, isn't it? You what? That's when he usually makes his subs, yeah. Brendan, 60 minutes. Yeah, and I was expecting, and I know he... Um, what was the other change he made? Because he took Nacho off for uh, Lukeman, and I think he did. He who did he take Ooh. off? Did he take? I forget. I who he took off now. I'll, I'll tell you. I shall tell you in a minute. I think it was. Um, I know. Was it James he Justin? Lukeman off and Pierre off for Justin. Yeah, I could have straight swap really. You know. Yeah, uh, and that was only when that that was the only time that we saw Leicester. Because I I, re, I replied to someone sweet about it. Uh, and I said it tongue-in-cheek, obviously, but I kind of mean it. Up until that point, 99.9% of Leicester's attacking threat came down that left side. Mm. When we put Lukeman out there and Dakar in the striking role, 
85% of Leicester's creativity came down on the left side. And that is a huge difference in, in terms of we actually need... Yeah, and I know teams have a preferred side. They have a stronger side of play who can put in a better ball, who's a bit more of the attack-minded. And I know you can only use that to a tactic to draw them out to it, get complacent of defending that side, leaving gaps open to attack it. But, and this is what I mean, this is why it's not a disrespect to Brighton, and I have to keep reminding people that I'm not disrespectful Brighton, I'm, I'm making a comparison in two different styles of players. We tried to do that, but we had nothing to switch it to on that left-hand side, on that right-hand side, because we switched it to that right-hand side. It was James Justin or Pereira picking up the ball on the halfway line, and, and, and Mark Brighton's trying to ping in a 30-yard floaty ball into the box. To a six foot nine, six foot eleven, whatever it is, gangly goalkeeper. It just baffled me how it took us until seventy nine minutes to try and attack that box from both directions. Yeah, I know what you mean. We're going to have a look at everybody. We were a few comments behind, so we'll look at everybody's comments and we'll do that straight after this. If you are watching on YouTube, please uh, smash the likes and share if you can. But most of all, please give us a subscribe. Uh, we are moving very slowly and I appreciate all your support. And once again, thank you to Terry for um, becoming a gold member the other day. Really do appreciate it. And I'm going to say thank you to Daniel. One, one second. I'm just, he, he sent me these the other day. And I've got to be honest with you. Um, absolutely. Oh, got one. Nip one, drop one. Um, Leicester's first game at the, the uh, what was then the Walker Stadium against Atletico uh, Bilbao. Uh, Filbert Street program, uh, the total history of Filbert Street. Unfortunately, I have to admit, I do remember a lot of that. And then the program, farewell to Filbert Street. Um, our uh, it was the Legends game on the 13th of May. Leicester City versus the Leicester City All-Stars. So thanks for those, mate. Really do appreciate that. Um, right, so let's get up with some comments here. Uh, Facebook user, I don't know why there's all this talk of not worrying about PSV away. Wrens were a shadow of the side that lost 2-0 away. We all know European Nightway is always a tough, tough game. It is, and I'm not saying it's going to be an easy game, but mm. like I say, it's just it's all on to them. The pressure's on them. Uh, David, I almost wonder if it would have been better off starting with Justin on the right and bringing in Pierre a second as a sub. Pierre wasn't great, to be honest, and Justin, just back from injury, has been pretty good. Mike says, yes, at home they were more expansive and tenacious. I watched them once this season against SG20 and obliterated them and won with 75% possession, roughly. They will approach the game much different. And, I mean, let's be honest with you, at home, he says, we, I expect them to, you know, and I expect them yeah. to come out and come at us, which will give us the chance if he does start. And I'm not saying, he, you know, in actual, I think in actual it wasn't that bad, to be honest with you. Yeah, he held the ball up. He still has some lovely touches to get through, but it just wasn't his night. You know, don't we? I don't start criticizing in actual. This isn't at you, uh, Brad, but you know, last year we were, you know, we were singing the praises. You know, he was scoring goals with his arse, and we were, you know, he was the best thing since sliced bread. 
he had a bad night. You know, we've got to, we've got to appreciate yeah, that. But his, his overall game was okay. Mike yeah. says, uh, I like the pre-agreement of a manager, but shouldn't be announced publicly. Um, and, yeah, that is the, um, um, the the tradition in Holland and Belgium. Um, Facebook user just confirming. It allows the, the club to start planning for the next season, the transfers, etc. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that does make sense. But then, you know, I mean, I always say it was better that we got Rodgers in with 10 games to go because he learnt more about the team in those 10 games than any amount of wasteful and useless yeah. pre-seasons. I, uh, I, just, she, I just don't. I, the one thing I ever currency with is if you're a player and I suppose it works the other way with what I'm about to say, but if you're suddenly maybe a, a, a favourite of the manager you're, that's taken over and I know and obviously it's infamous and it, I actually did say when it was announced on Funk, Funk Fault, he's not managing them now because I think he'd bring a totally different PSV to the table. But uh, maybe maybe if you're a, a player and you're thinking, yeah, but what if this guy comes in and doesn't like me? Or what if uh, what if I what if it comes in and he changes the system and all of a sudden I, I the position I play no longer exists because he doesn't like that stuff. And I I don't know if that does sit. I don't that doesn't sit. It still doesn't sit well with me. I, I understand it, and I again. Yeah. Don't publicise it. Don't tell the players. I'd be yeah. more on board of it. Or here's a crazy idea: if for whatever reason your manager doesn't want to stay for the next season, just keep your mouth shut entirely. Yeah. Or if he's happening, because obviously they're not getting rid of him because he's doing a bad bad job there because they're, they're they're competing for out of the title. They're in the, you know they're in yeah. the quarterfinal yeah, yeah. competition. So if you're not going to sack him to replace him like what mm. we did with Brendan, uh, in, in bringing Brendan in the way you normally would do it, don't say anything. Yeah. And no, I agree totally. Um, you know, it, it, it just, I, I don't know. To, to me, it undermines the managers that's in there as well. Um, you know, he he's kind of, maybe his mind's, I'm saying not on the job, but you know, like I say, I, I do believe it's undermining him. But hey, it's what they do. It's what you know. There, there we go. Uh, Rogers deserves to be questioned tonight. Lookman over Dakar up front. Um, totally disagree. Me. I mean, that was for what sixty-five, ten minutes, twelve minutes. I think that was that was all that that was for. And then and then Dakar came on, so it wasn't yeah. gonna. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't have a problem with that, like I say, to be honest with you. Try something different because, you know, sometimes, you know, they might not have been expecting Luckman to come on and come up front and he might just have danced through and got the goal a la Liverpool. Who knows? Mike says here, as a player, you need to be confident in yourself that you will be a good player under whoever. Uh, I just think, uh, yeah, I kind of think as well is, and this is what I get with when managers are changed regularly because, all those players are there. What they don't know is what Ruud van Nistelrooy's preferred system is going to be. Yeah, exactly. So he may come in with a completely different system and suddenly go, yeah, well, you don't fit into that system. Not that he's a bad player. He just doesn't fit into that system. You know, like you said, you know, you don't know whether that position is going to be there. And that's why I don't get the fact that, you know, changing managers midway through the season, because you're stuck with players that you don't really necessarily want, but Hey, you know, we're all managers. 
if somebody in the comments, I'm sure Mike, the whiz kid, can because he seems to be able to learn the knowledge of everything. It seems when it comes to commenting in here. So I might ask this more directly to Mike, but if Doug's still around, he might know. Why are they getting rid of their manager? Is there, mm. is there, is there a reason? Has he got a new job? Is he is he wanting to move on past his new himself? Is it just a case of he's taking this? Has he done an O'Neill? Has he gone, look, I've taken you as far as I can. It's time someone else takes reins. Or or is there something else? Because I, it, it, I, I, I yeah. when I first read that, I, I was under the illusion that PSV were doing well in the league. And it made me question, oh, what, what are they like eighth, ninth in the league or something? They're having a bad season because it came out of nowhere that he'd been a point. Well, he's going to be appointed manager next season. And again, I know it's a Dutch and Belgium tradition uh, by all accounts from from Mike uh, and that that said it in the comments. But I'm just I'm just wondering, is there another reason behind it? Because surely you're looking at their league form. Obviously, he's, I, I, as a fan, I'd be going. Why is he going again? Has he come out and announced that, you know, like O'Neill did with us, that I've taken the club as far as I can take them and, it need, you know, yeah. somebody else needs to take the torch? Yeah, I mean, like you said here, and, and yeah, as you look at PSV there, they're not actually <laughs> that bad, you know. But Mike said, you know, which was what I, was, I, I had heard, um, he wants to hand the reins to someone who can just take them to the next level. So it's a job. Fair enough, but I think it plays, let's say, a little bit into our hands, and I think they've, they've uh, that's just writing the the title off for them for me. Um, let's have a lot. I mean, as you know, Alan always does the. Um, oh no, no, I think what we know we've not talked about the penalty. The one apparently never was not for you. It was for me. No, regarding I, I think we. I think if we had VAR. That would have been given. Never in a month for Sundays, mate. Yeah. He slips. He slips. There's yeah. no contact at all. There's never a penalty. Well, there, no, there was contact. There was con when they yeah. showed the replays. Yes, he slipped, but then that's you know that doesn't stop a penalty being given. Uh, he slipped, possibly. Well, he did slip, uh, but he did. He, there was contact, and like I say, VAR. You know what VAR's like. Um, no, no, I think, I I think people, we got off with one there. I don't. I, I never saw it, and I don't think PSV made a big deal of it. Look, I, if you if you had to look at clear and obvious, which it wasn't against Manchester United, but we moved, then looking at it first up, I don't think he made a bad decision. And then I thought, oh, let's have a look at this, because if he's got a leg like you, if he's left the leg strain, mm. we've got away with him. But no, mate, he literally just slips on his arse. There's nothing you can do about it. He's out of control of his own body. There's nothing he can do about the bloke and whatever. And look, I can understand why the manager was a bit oh, hands in it. I, I'm not saying that they weren't in the right to appeal of it and think that it was a foul, but it didn't exactly bother PSV. They weren't bothered. And to me, if that had been a penalty, it'd have been one of the softest penalties going. If that's the case, if that if that if that had been given, Chris. I, I, and I was Harvey Barnes in that situation. I'd have run into the box every 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 opportunity I got and fallen over. Yeah, I would. As I say, I think... it was never a penalty in my opinion. Well, I, I, well we, we agree we agree to disagree with that because <laughs> because I I think I think I mean the referee didn't have a bad game. He 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 didn't throw the cards about, which you know was fine. But maybe you know. The one he did, anyway, it was it was against Old Brighton, but maybe a couple of should have got it for the fouls on on Madison or match. Um, yeah, maybe, but, you maybe. know, I, I just think 
had it, like I say, had we had VAR, um, it, 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 you know what VAR's like. You know, you don't. No, they look at it and go. That's quite that statement. We know what the people running VAR well, are like. Yes, yeah. the that running like, VAR would have looked at that and said. I'm just trying to see, just see if we can get up uh, what what Brendan or anybody said on it. But um, there was contact, and I think VAR would have given it, unfortunately. Um, but you know, we 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 got away with it. You know, yeah. Uh, Scott, good evening. How the hell are you, sir? Hope you are well. Uh, to be fair, the referee had quite a good game, although I thought he was a bit too f uh, fair with some of the tackles, as there could have been a lot more cards. There could have been, but don't don't we complain when there's too many cards? Yeah, we, 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 we moan when a ref stop start with game, and, and now we're moaning that he's good. Yeah. I don't think he's yeah. Right. I mean, he's saying the ref had a fair game, and and Madison's yeah. on a yellow, so had he got booked in that, he would have missed the next game. So he's walking a bit of a tightrope. Is uh, is James? Um, let's just see what Rogers had to say. Oh, it's a good performance. There were not too many chances. PSV had an early one, but apart from that, I thought we defended strongly. There were not too many chances in the game. Maybe a little more quality in the final third would have made it a bit easy for us. We just lacked that bit of quality up there. We just didn't no, have that extra it. final bit of quality to create that chance. There was no surprise no, in terms of PSV. They have good players and are a threat on the counter-attack. Domestically, PSV score a lot of goals home and away, but we restricted them to not much. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair fair assessment. Um, he got the assessment spot on. He was very right in the second half. We lacked that creative... No, no, didn't we? We lacked the creative mm. imagination, I guess, because, again, when we're not matching the tempo of the pace on either side, we are... I'd say it, but very one-sided. Yeah, where we talk about it, and I, again, I, I can't. I, it's like it's like an itch that I can't scratch, but I, I just can't. I'm, I'm kind of getting a bit tired. I might just record myself and just play it when it comes to pointing out my pet peeve with how we go about it. Is mm. we just need to be a bit more creative in which direction we go about it as well. Yeah, I'm just having a look here. Um... Do, 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 do. I mean, talk sport have got Leicester survive penalty scare to keep European hopes alive after entertaining draw with PSV. Entertaining? Okay. What were you watching? Tell us, please. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, agree, I disagree with both of them statements because <laughs> I'm very adamant it wasn't a penalty and it was right. laughable and, and it was definitely not entertaining. No, it wasn't entertaining. I've got to be honest with you. They do say that they had the they were the better team for the duration of the first leg on home soil, um, creating a few chances. Um, I'm just seeing what they can. Uh, Pierre was nearly caught out again in the second half after appearing to bring down Cody Gapaco, who has attracted interest in from Leicester, Arsenal, and Leicester. Um, sorry, Arsenal and Liverpool in the Leicester area. Despite muted appeals, Leicester appeared fortunate to get away with a clumsy challenge that could easily have resulted in the VAR check had the system been in play in the quarter-final tie. And that's the thing for me. That's the thing. It is... Had it gone to VAR, it's... The guy sat behind that counter and... and he says to the referee, nope, just go and have another look. And all I can say is that 
on what I was watching on the BT, and I presume it was the same link, but you obviously had, you say you had foreign commentators. I know um, Steve McManaman on BT said he thought we weren't looking to get away with it. But hey, look, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a penalty. It wasn't given. We go again and um, we just, uh, you know, we, we thank our lucky stars, you know. Um, yeah, I, I suppose. And look, I... I think, unfortunately, the one part of your statement I will agree with is the person behind VAR probably would have given it, but it's never a penalty. It's just mm. not a penalty. I don't understand how anyone can comprehend someone sliding on their arse, having anything they can do to stop themselves making contact with somebody. It's just gravity. It's just what happens. You can't... For me, that's never a penalty. I don't care if it's Liverpool, Manchester United. I don't care if it's Leighton Orient. You just don't give a penalty, for that, in my opinion. But again, I, sadly, you're right. Had VAR been in a situation, it probably would have been given it. Mm. But one thing I will say, and one thing I will take a positive out of tonight's game, well, there's a, quite a lot of positives when you break it down, but the biggest positive I can say is maybe PSV being so dull in that game and saving, obviously, all their energy for the for that, for that their home tie, where they'll come out as you're expecting them, but you feel they have to come out as and be a bit more aggressive and on the front foot. But you would say that if they do that, that might just play into Leicester's hands even more than it did for us in the first half. Because mm. in the first half, they corrected their mistakes and Leicester didn't adjust in the second half to break them down a different way. But in the first half, we did have a bit more joy, didn't we? And like I said at the very start of the show, it was brilliant to boring in 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 45 yeah. minutes of football. Yes, yeah. Scott says there, Tillemans didn't have a good game again. He said, I, 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 no. Uh, Scott, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, Doug does earn uh, Doug, sorry. Brad doesn't have to say anything. Scott, I respect your opinion, mate, but I don't think he, he was, he was playing not in a role that suits him. He was having to sort of hold back. For how often did you hear Tillerman's name mentioned when we were like in that final third? Not very often, you know. Um, had he been able to go forward? Had Chowdhury or Samari played more in, a, in that defensive role? Who knows what might have happened. But he didn't have a bad game, did he, uh, Brad? No, he didn't. And again, people need to stop reading articles and start watching the match and looking how it lined up because we didn't play with a defensive midfielder. We played with a flat free midfield tonight to go for to to, to compensate for not having an Ndidi or, or a Mendy or a Chowder or a Samari on that pitch. Obviously, one of them can't because he's unregistered. One of the other one can't because he's out for the season. So again. Questions as to why one of them wasn't given the chance. Clearly, they're not doing enough on the football field for Brendan to trust mm -hmm. them on their own in that. And Brendan obviously didn't want to do what he did with Mendy against Man United, which was restrict Tillemans' movement by having him almost babysit Mendy in, in the nicest way to Mendy. Because I'm not saying yeah. Mendy can't play that position. He can, but I think for that reassurance, he, he, he's asked to do a restricted role where his movement's restricted, his, his forward movement's restricted, and, and he's very much a... Um, uh, a deep line playmaker. He's one of them that will sit mm. a bit deeper, get get stuck and do the defensive work, and then he'll get that ball to a Dewsbury Hall, to a Madison, to then proceed the attack yeah. forward. So, yeah. did he have a bad game? No. No, he actually didn't. He actually had quite a good game, in my opinion, given the role he was given. 
please, yeah. please, for the love of all that is holy, stop thinking of Telemans <laughs> as an attacking player and reading into the media. Please, please stop doing it, fans. Please, because it's getting on my nerves. Going to say good doing. evening to Dan at Turf Morehouse. How the devil are you, sir? Agent Lampard and Dan Dice has done it again. Well done, mate. That was brilliant. It's the only time I've ever really enjoyed a watch along and cheering for Burnley at the same time. Great news for you, mate. I, I just didn't I just didn't get the fact that who you were in that chat. I should it's obvious when you say because I thought I subscribed to it and everything, but I just didn't put Two and two together, you know. Like I said, you need to be on as Fox's, you know, Fox's focus, whatever the other one was. But yeah, yeah. it's good. Literally, all I did was change the name on it to make it easier than set up a separate one. So I just changed uh, the name. I don't have Fox's yeah, well, focus well, there you go. I mean, that was weird because I was, I was, I was doing, I was doing our sort of preview show for tonight's game, and when I left that, Burnley were one nil up, and literally as I logged on to join uh, Dan in the chat to do the watch-along with him, they got the penalty. Now, if you're talking penalties that weren't penalties, but, oh yeah, you know. But that said, Dan, as I said yesterday, and I'm sure you're not bothered because you got the three points anyway, um, you, you are, you know, you can't touch in the box because if you touch somebody, they're going to go down if they've got any brains and then they get the penalty. So... Ah, there we go. But anyway, you got the three points, which is the main one. Um, Steve McManaman <laughs> bores me to death. Doug, I, I just don't understand why we didn't have Robbie Savage. But yeah, he's, he's, he has got uh, he hasn't got yeah. the best voice for. Um, yeah, I tell you uh, what, if you've got insom- if you've got insomnia, right, or you struggle yeah. to get sleep at night, and you know you can get like whale sounds and white yes, noise sounds. Yeah. Just yeah. get yourself a commentary with no 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 audio no other audio than just them two commentating. The perfect ones to help get you to sleep are Steve McManaman and Michael Owen. Get them in a commentary booth and let them talk. Yeah. You don't even need them to do more than two minutes recording. I've got one of those machines talk. at the side of my bed that plays rain and mosquitoes and what have you. And it's great oh, twice, but after that, uh, yeah. Chris. Well, David said, Chris, while I might agree with you on what you're contributed to the team tonight, how then can we change it next week when both Ndidi and Mendy can't play? He may again be restricted and we will complain. He can only put out... I mean, we, I, I've, I've, been critis- I've been critical of Brendan this season. I've never said Brendan out because I think he is the man for the job and uh, taking us forward. Um, is If he gets us, with the season we've had, if he gets us to a semi-final of a European competition and top 10 in the league, he's he, he, could, he should get manager of the season with what we, the problems we've had. Um I don't know. Maybe ne- I was. I expected to see Chowdhury. I'm going to be honest with you, but then you know, you, who, you know, I, I, I just think we, you know, we, we. I don't. I didn't like Tillemans in that role tonight, but he did what he had to do for the team. Um, yeah. And I mean, you know, I, he, he I, does it without complaining. Yeah, and I, I just wonder if maybe through the analysis of tonight's show, uh, tonight's show, tonight's game. And where Leicester, thing, Leicester did get things really positively right in the attacking sense in, in that first half, and I won't, I won't even say especially in that first half because it was literally in the first half. We didn't do anything in that second half that I can remember where we did anything to trouble them attacking-wise. I mean, I know we got near the box, but in terms of actually having a shot, nothing doing in my brain to remember it. But I just wonder if maybe 
I do feel a bit sorry for Lukeman because I don't know what he's really done. Some people have kind of made that comparison, didn't they, between under not getting loads of game, not getting any mm. game time near the end because of his loan deal. And I'm exactly like you, mate, scratch my thinking. But yeah. I just wonder if maybe we play the same system at PSV. If it's Lukeman on the right, Dakar up front, Madison, Dewsbury Hall, and, and, and Yori in that midfield three, maybe he's then allowed a bit more of the shackles and he's able to link up more because this game he was more quite literally a passer. Whereas mm. if he's alongside Madison and driving, you might find that Dewsbury Hall takes that defensive ish role or or sits back in that V as they go forward instead of your Tillemans. That might be where Brandon looks to give him back that creative edge by mm. dropping Madison back into that um into into that system yeah. of a, of a yeah. flat back midfield three. As you know, we always ask um, Alan, and he always does it for us, blessed to do pick his man of the match and rate the um, players and the manager's performance. He's at the ground, so he sees a lot more than we do sat here at home on the telly. So I always, you know, accept uh, he he sees a lot more of of the whole gameplay. I did did flash it up earlier, there were misses, but... He's gone for his man of the match, as did Flash scores, in fairness. Um, he went for Dewsbury All as his man of the match, and he gave the manager seven and the team seven. And I think he 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 got it right. Yeah, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with him. And it may sound a bit bizarre, but people might be thinking, probably hell, Brad, the bashing you just gave him for that second half performance, how are you agreeing with a seven? And that's because to a point, I will give credit that even though the end product and the, and, and the final third wasn't pretty at all and almost non-existent for that second half, PSV was so negative and so bad. It was credit to Leicester as well because they kept such a structured line that they couldn't get out their half. And we did control the game. We yeah. did have the better of it. I mean, say of that what you will, given the clear-cut chances that that Leicester had because again I'm sat here saying Leicester because I can't say that Leicester and PSV had player cup chances because no. they didn't have any PSV to my knowledge um, apart from literally in that first minute or so but yeah it was a comfortable performance we just like Brendan said it's like he listened, watches his show or has it on his headphones before he does these press interviews because like yeah. we've expressed all tonight we just like that killer edge in that second half to take the momentum of our first half performance into an even more positive situation. Yeah. But if that's how they play at home, easy. Yeah, I'm going to say what good evening to Rich. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, yes, no, it was. Well, we, we would disagree. Well, we, do, we don't really agree on this 100%, me and Brad, but it wasn't... It wasn't a game that the neutral will sit there thinking, I'm glad I watched that game. You know what I mean? So, but it, it, we've played a lot worse in Europe. We've played yeah, a lot yeah, worse. Yeah. And it's one of those games. It's one of those games. You've got to ask yourself, is were PSV that bad? And don't you can say yes, you know, straight away. Or did we not let them be good, if you, if you see what oh. I mean? Both, to be fair, I will give yeah. us credit on that. Yeah. In that, pause. it's just, it, it's just again, like I said, it was just the fact that in the second half we seemed to lack that impetus to get forward and get in behind as we were in the first half. And suppose 
you know, if you're going to play negative, at le- you know, credit yeah. to PSG, at least they kept it negative for 90 minutes because <laughs> I suppose you have to give them a little bit credit that they were that negative in the second half that they kind of frustrated Leicester because they barely pressed in that first half and they somehow find, found a way to press us even less in that yeah. second half. I mean, yeah. we thought, we, we used to suggest that United fans saying that Ollie would park the bus with 11 men, but I think they had the substitutes bench on at one point trying to park the bus. They had that, they had that many players back behind the ball. So maybe I'm doing piss, uh, negative PSG a disservice for how they... PSG, they, I, I wish we got a nil or a draw against PSG. I'd be very thrilled. I wouldn't be so negative PSB. Um, yeah. you know, at least, we're, like I said before, at least we're not, um, at least we're not Roma. So we're still in it. Know. It's you know, am yeah. I happy with a nil nil? No, uh, but it could be worse, and that's what we've got to think. We could be looking at maybe you know, uh, well we wouldn't be because it, it it they were they were never going to score, but it could have been really you know, we could have lost yeah. basically, yeah. and then like, it'd be like uphill. You, and yeah, I think like going to PSV at nil nil, the emphasis is on is on them to come at us. And yeah. You know, depending on the players that, that we've got, then um, we should hit them on the break. Kiri Jewsby Hall is the BBC man of the match as well, as voted for by everybody. Um, David says, just last comment here, I would say first half was very good, attacking and fluid passing. Second was boring and slow, but PSV wanted it that way. So the fact we didn't take it to them meant poor end to the match. I think that kind of sums it up, and that's really yeah. what you've been saying, Brad. Um, yeah. I'm going to say what we're going to go through in a um, brief minute. Um, and um, we'll be back straight after this. Yeah, com forward slash shop for all the Leicester Till I Die merchandise. Just going to run through the shows that are coming up because it's a little bit different uh, this week. Um, tomorrow at 8 o'clock, we've got uh, Bernard, Bernard Man City fan, coming on with Connor from the Cop Council. And we'll be doing a look at the uh, Manchester City-Liverpool game, which could very well be game of the season or could very well be a boring nil-nil as when you when you're looking forward to these games they sometimes are so that's at one o'clock tomorrow you know is is the title going to be decided tomorrow well of course it isn't but it could point give a big pointer to which way uh the title might be going um mike says great show big up brad and chris thank you very much sir nippon well welcome along big up to you as well then at seven o'clock tomorrow evening uh, we've got uh, myself chatting along to Jonathan Morgan, ex Leicester City women's manager. Um, so, getting his thoughts on um, how their season's going. Not so good on the last couple of results, unfortunately. Six o'clock Saturday, we've got the Palace review. One uh, thirty, we've got the Palace watch along, and uh, on Sunday. And at seven o'clock, because we're going to nip off and watch the Man City Liverpool game, uh, we'll be doing the Palace post match at seven. And I'm sure, I'm sure 
that uh, Brad will be keeping his answers short that he can get straight over to Nippon's channel for nine o'clock. Um, Brad, thank you very much as always. Yeah, no worries, mate. Enjoy it as always. And uh, let, let's hope the second leg is entertaining all around and we don't get put to sleep by it. I mean, yes. I suppose I suppose if it, it could be as boring as it likes if Leicester get through, but <laughs> I would I, I think I think I'd prefer if, a game if, if we if we if the game was like today and we go through one nil, you're not gonna complain. Oh no, I'll be doing cartwheels yeah. out the front door, mate. I'll be I'll be I'll be doing a I'll be doing a Steve Austin, I'll be smashing beers and standing on the corner of the side. <laughs> going, yeah! Well maybe not that bad, it's not what no. Mike said it's called a matter of opinion. Yeah, it's called a matter of opinion, indeed. Uh, what? I don't know what you're referring to there, Mike. Um, and I'm sorry, but uh, I, I do pass, pass my apologies on to uh, Chloe when you see her. I was on a Crystal the Crystal Palace um, eagle-eyed football channel earlier doing a preview, and I did actually let it slip that Brighton were pot at the bottom of the form table, and they were oh, very, well, very happy. Well, aren't I glad that... She she she'll be asleep now because she she takes um uh, her meds for narcolepsy. So, but unfortunately, <laughs> we're not really spoken much today. So I'll get an earful off for that in the morning. Thanks, lot, mate. <laughs> Cheers for that. Hey, mate, here for you. That's what mates do. That's what mates do. Yeah, Brad's channel is called a matter of a matter of opinion. Um, yeah, so I think the link should be in the description. Um, yeah, it is the link. I'm just looking at it now. The link is in the description to Brad's channel. Also, give him a follow on um, full time at full time focus on Twitter. Brad, oh god, it's nearly midnight. You've got you've got your, you've got your dressing gown on ready. <laughs> yeah, I do, mate. I know. Um, you you you're you're an old man in a young man's body, there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like an old man. I'm starting to forget things, it seems, as well. So I need to concentrate. More. I don't know what you mean. Who are you? I don't know. What are we doing? I've no idea. I've, I've said that many a post-match show. What are we really doing here? Brad, we said that thanks for the pre-season one you did, didn't we? <laughs> Nippon, yeah, um, we do, on the Premier League predictions, it's always the same presenters, mate. It's myself, Brad and Steve. So, um, But we yeah. have got you coming up, so we'll do something when uh, when we play Chelsea, I'm sure, Nippon. Yeah. Although so, Steve, Steve's, Steve, Steve's playing a new game. What he's doing... What he's doing, viewers, is he's not turning up. He's sitting at home, put his feet, putting his feet up at home with a drink, and he's letting Scott or someone else do his predictions in, in a desperate need to get some points on the ball. Do you know what happened? I can actually tell you what happened here because uh, I, I messaged him. And I just said, "Like, are you all right, mate?" Because of course, last time that happened, there was some some family problems, uh, and I said, "Like, you know, are you all right, mate? What's going on?" Apparently, somebody at work ran over his phone. See all the now excuses. He 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 mess. I reckon he's messaging Scott. Like Scott, I'm really doing badly, mate. You did really well. I'll say my phone's broken. Can you just yeah? Uh, uh, so we're giving all the excuses, Steve Larnett. You you just like you just like bloody Jurgen Klopp blaming the weather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they say, well, I couldn't. He said I couldn't ring you. You know, I couldn't message you because. 
my phone was in bits when he had to go and get a new phone, bless him. Oh, so, I'll tell you what, a man of bad luck, he's had it, he's had it all come <laughs> Yes, yeah. Not the best of luck, bless him. Oh, God. Uh, all the best to you, Steve. I hope you get a new phone. Well, you have got a new phone, so we'll, we'll see you next week. I explained I explain that yeah. uh, Dan stood in for him and that... Uh, Despite Dan not wanting to go for Spurs and Tottenham, or wanting to go for Spurs and Tottenham, we did actually stand our ground for those. Mate, yeah. thank you so much. Good luck with the new channel. I say links are down below. And um, if you've been watching us on YouTube, really do appreciate it. Uh, Blue tinted glasses, man, says Mike. He's coming back soon. Well, he's your friend, wow. mate. We'll have to have a word with him. The problem is. The problem is fitting him in. We've got two games every week. Between now. That. If he is, you say you can't fit him in. He'll throw a right pally. He cost you a lot of money last time to get him on. I can't be dealing with him, Chris. So don't mention not fitting him. Just say you're very honoured because he can hear you. <laughs> can he hear me? I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure you'll, you'll calm him down. Bamba, give it up. So I just <laughs> tell him that. He'd come down the stairs. He was going to have a shower. Chris, don't worry, <laughs> All right, mate. I'll see you um, Sunday evening. Yeah, easy like a Sunday morning. Hopefully, we're talking about an easy victory. You know, I'm sure I'll be back in the good books if we smash Palace as well. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure. Fingers crossed for you, mate. Yeah, cheers, buddy. All right, thanks. I got. Have a good one. All the best. And you, mate. Cheers. Thanks very much. So, yeah, make sure to check out Brad's uh, new channel, A Matter of Opinion. Uh, it, link is in the description below in YouTube and uh, totally it's not football but it's like you know well, no, um, it's a matter of opinion people are having different opinions um, talking of which oh, I, haven't <laughs> I can't talk about it because it's not arranged yet but we'll see you tomorrow 1 o'clock for me to be discussing the big game of the weekend is it going to be Manchester City? Is it going to be Liverpool? Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die TV. Smash the likes, share if you can. Most of all, please, please subscribe. And if you've been listening to us on podcasts, on all the major podcast platforms and a lot of others, thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Take care all. Nil-nil. We're still in it. It's only half time. See you tomorrow at 1. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.